Welcome to the Bempire. I'm your host, DJ Genius, here to present some of the Bay Area's up-and-coming electronic musicians. The song you just heard earlier was called Heat by Desi and Juju, two awesome young artists at today's future sound. This program provides a creative outlet for the youth through music therapy and beat making, specifically related to hip-hop. Its website recognizes that this genre, quote, has significant real-world applications. Yet its power to engage, unify, heal, and give voice has often been overlooked, especially in schools. That's where today's future sound comes in. Although it's based in Oakland, you can also find today's future sound in over 100 schools across the nation and around the world. And besides kids in school, today's future sound has also collaborated with kids in juvenile justice centers, people struggling with mental health, and veterans. Recently, the Benpire's founder, Euphoric, interviewed Dr. Elliot Gann, aka Philip, or Filthy with a PH, Drummond, the executive director and an instructor at Today's Future Sound. During this conversation, they discussed the impact of Today's Future Sound on local youth. In fact, some of the music you'll hear in the background comes from the young talent who have benefited from this program. With that in mind, Let's hear how Elliot broke into this industry. So here we are. Um, so like, what? When have you been doing music your whole life? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you you mean making beats, no. Trying to figure out how the hell people were scratching and making beats and reading up on underground hip hop culture and what I guess they would have called electronica, which is now EDM. And yeah, just getting super deep into electronic music and house and drum and bass and jungle and trip hop and some techno and collecting vinyl, uh, digging, going to underground hip-hop shows in New York City where I grew up. Uh, yeah, just getting super deep into the culture and just being really passionate about it and just trying to figure out how I could do it myself. And I, I don't know, just kind of launched into this underground scene on the West Coast. I feel like there's a shift in underground hip-hop and in, in like the battle rap scene, which I became really involved, where there, it had gone from being like really, really centered in New York City uh, to the LA underground and to the Bay Area underground, especially turntablism culture in, in the Bay and San Francisco, Future Primitive. So I was all, you know, tuned into Future Primitive and discovered groups like Sacred Hoop and, uh, and Eminon, which is Aloe Black and Exile. So I was kind of both in the beat scene, but also in the battle rap scene and would travel around the country uh, and document every rap battle I could and was making beats simultaneously and trying to push them to rappers and was really about it and 
um, continued to put on events, started to put on beat battles in 2006, right after Jay Dilla passed and after Donuts came out one month after we put on the first beat battle. Because Dilla's, Dilla's death in Donuts, I think, really kind of ushered in and helped to kind of crystallize and gel the beat scene uh, and legitimize just beats as something that you listen to as opposed to beats for people to rap on and uh, did a monthly beat battle for nine or ten years and so I've put on hundreds of beat battles at this point I've put on beat battles on every continent aside from Antarctica and that's a bucket list goal is to try to do an Antarctic beat battle and uh, it's all kind of ties back to the work I've been doing with my nonprofit Today's Future Sound, where we go into schools, juvenile detention settings, community settings. We've literally taught beats on 14th and Broadway in Oakland, like set up a table and homeless folks, kids, firemen, people from the community, passerby just come and we teach them how to make beats. Like that's what we're about. Um, and so as a clinical psychologist, I've been also working on developing this idea of the therapeutic beat making model. And that's a, it's a you know, this model that I'm we've put into practice and we've been doing research on it uh, in public schools in Daly City and Oakland, using it to address trauma and anxiety, depression, social skills. So it's really, it, it's it's very deliberate. It's all tied in together. It's organic. It's, it's authentic. It's not, you know, I think that sometimes educators or other people can, you know, appropriate a culture they're not part of. And this is all practitioners of the culture. This is hip hop heads grassroots hip-hop heads, DJs, MCs, you know, the, the real deal. People who are really in it, really do it and live it and breathe it and they're all about it. They want to share their passion with uh, with kids and with youth. And, and I think that's really cool. It's like an intergenerational, each one teach one kind of thing. So yeah, so we've, we've been doing that. I've been doing the nonprofit for seven going on, I'm going to say eight years and, uh, you know, taking it around the world and seeing it be really effective with tens of thousands of kids. I think at this point I've taught something like over 75,000 kids in the past seven years. And seen it works across cultures and languages and socioeconomic strata and all that kind of thing. So recently I brought those folks in from the Brooklyn Beat Syndicate and they're kind of today's Future Sound New York staff uh, to a school in Brooklyn and we went and did a workshop for the kids and it was amazing. It was so much fun. The kids are so stoked. You know, you had little fourth and fifth graders who get to hit pads and you know, you're closer to the, the, the origins of hip-hop there because it's like the birthplace of hip-hop. So uh, the kids actually knew some history about hip-hop, which is really refreshing and cool. But they were so into it. And, and it's the hands-on experiential thing that's so important. So we're really trying to get kids as young as third, fourth, fifth grade, even second graders we've worked with, uh, making their own beats and making their own albums and putting out their own albums and putting it out on SoundCloud and Bandcamp and having artwork for it and having them perform beats live and really try to get them as early as possible doing that to give them this creative outlet to give them a sense of identity and importance and community and self-expression and connectedness so that's yeah I mean that's kind of uh, the short or not so short history <laughs> history of uh, of some of how I delved into beat culture and hip-hop and what I do now I think that's a nice little kind of summary awesome wow He's taught 75,000 kids over seven years? That's a lot of musicians, DJs, and producers he's inspired. We'll hear more from Elliot later, but for now, let's hear a jam from another one of our local musicians. From Oakland, here's Jania Omi with The Butterfly.
was The Butterfly by Jania Omi. Did you know that her SoundCloud page lists her as a quote, born musician and dancer? A woman of many talents. Back to our conversation with Elliot. When you hear about these new programs helping kids, there's something familiar you'll hear some people say, I wish I had this as a kid. And today's future sound is no exception. So Elliot decided to make a statement with this statement. I'm reading this business card. It says, I wish I had this when I was a kid. That's our motto. That's our slogan. Because every single volunteer and instructor that I've ever had verbatim says within a half an hour of like of seeing what we're doing or coming with us to a school site and setting up or an hour or two after it says, man, I wish I had this when I was a kid. Or I wish I had this when I was in school. Verbatim. Like I've heard hundreds of people verbatim say that. Do you need volunteers? We always need volunteers, and we're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for donations. Where you know we're a nonprofit, a small grassroots nonprofit that operates as if it was a multi-million-dollar nonprofit. So we serve tens of thousands of kids each year. We need people to donate. We need people that help us out at the events. We need people to spread the word. Um, yeah, and it, and I think that's the other thing I think that folks really have found and why it, why we've been successful in building this underground community is because we're a very open community. We're a very open organization that welcomes people in with open arms and says, hey, you're here, welcome, share your music, tell us about who you are, say hi to your neighbor, the person standing next to you, and, and 
where you know I think we emote that kind of love and openness. We're about the culture and and we welcome people in. And, you know, hip hop and electronic music has always been about local grassroots culture and movement and art and welcoming people in and building community. It is so important for the community to support programs like today's Future Sound, especially in cities with at-risk youth that could truly benefit from music education. Our next featured artist band camp page lists his influences as, quote, synthwave, electro-funk, and the rave scene of the 90s. Rad. From San Francisco, here's Dislocated with It's Time.
That was It's Time by Dislocated. Now the impact of today's featured sound stretches beyond the Bay Area. It extends to metro areas such as Los Angeles, New York, and even cities in Mississippi. But as you'll see in our interview with Elliot, the influence goes far beyond the United States and music. Do you have like a specific event that stands up your mind as being like super awesome that you'd like to tell a story about? Yeah. I did a Auckland to Oakland uh, beat battle in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I was in Australia for the second time ever, and for the first time teaching in 2015. And I was kind of drunk at a hip hop show in Australia. And I'd been thinking about going to New Zealand. I'd hit up this, this guy that I had liked one of my things via Instagram, um, who's a beat maker there. And I, I, before, you know, before the show, a couple months before, and said, Hey, I'm going to Australia. I'd love to get to New Zealand. Do you know anyone who could help me go teach there or do something there? And I was drunk at this hip hop show. And I thought to myself, when am I ever going to go to New Zealand if I don't do it now? If I change my tickets a couple hundred bucks, I can make a, you know, an arrangement to get a, like a hotel room or a, you know, a hostel or whatever. I'm just going to leave Australia, you know, 10 days early, earlier than I had planned. Cause I had booked myself for, you know, two or three months there and I'm just going to go to New Zealand and I'm just going to see what I can do there. And, and I'm the kind of person that you put me down anywhere in the world and I'll find the hip hop scene, I'll find the heads. And so using social media, I contacted him. I got a hold of a council member there. I changed my ticket. You know, I made this decision after being drunk at this hip hop show and flew to New Zealand uh, and had 10 days in New Zealand, found the, the hip hop heads, found the beat makers, went around in the streets, literally talking to people, using social media, get using my connection to expand my network. And five or six days later, we put on a beat battle there with some of the, now and even back then some of the biggest producers, the most respected producers and artists in New Zealand. And it came together. But it wasn't just me. It was, you know, engaging the local community. And, you know, I grind pretty hard. So, and it, it's, it, it was a great event. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I got another cool story. So, Decap and I had sampled, I, I found this sample. It was a cover of Hop and Aguila. It was a Canadian pop singer from the 60s covered Hop and Aguila. And so, I, so we made a beat out of it. And, um, I'd been sending beats to Yak Films, which is a urban dance channel, does these music videos for dancers and documents dance competitions around the world. Now they started out in Oakland as well, and they had shot a video with these turfers turfing in the rain, and it went viral on the local news and then on the internet, and it really launched into stardom. And it had a um, Work the Jerk beat as well, who's a local Richmond artist. So. They had really blown up and I found out about all this incredible music through their YouTube channel because they use independent producers beats a lot of the time. So I'd been, I started sending them beats and getting placements. So Decap and I sent this beat and sampled Hop and Aguila and they made this really cool video with these little 11 year old kids in the north of France breakdancing to it. And they're amazing. They're, they're, they dance as well as any adult. Um, and this guy in Lima, Peru uh, stole the beat ripped it off of YouTube, put it onto his video of this guy who's like the number one flatland BMX biker in South America named Williams Perez. Um, and he hit me up on Facebook and he said, hey, check it out. You know, I made this uh, this video with it. What do you think? And he said, hey man, this is awesome. It is incredibly well shot, well edited. This guy is like doing the most ridiculous like spins, like pirouettes on his one, you know, on one wheel of his bicycle and flipping the bike underneath and doing all this crazy flatland BMX stuff. Um, I said, but you know, you got to put our logos in there and put our information in the, in the more info section. And, and I tell you what, why don't we do a collaboration? I'll send you my beats and Decap's beats, you know, our collaborative beats, and I'll send you our kids' beats from our from today's Future Sound, from the school programs we do, you know, our third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh graders' beats, and they can get their first placements. And then I want you to shoot, you know, these videos with local you know, breakers, break dancers, and poppers, and BMX bikers, and it'll be really cool for the kids. It'll be a cool collaboration. So we did that for about three years. We produced something like 20 videos with the kids. Uh, and I, and it was a way also for us to get our music out, you know, because these videos are getting, you know, de decent views from around the world. Um, and so what happened was after we had kind of started this online relationship with the, the editor 
of the video who had jacked the beat from the Yak Films video, and he's making his own videos we're working on, right? With the kids and etc. So we developed this relationship, and I was like, man, I'd really like to get down to Peru to, to teach with you in, in the barrios of, of Lima in Peru. So he found this organization called D1 School of Dance that uses dance to get kids off the streets and helps them to earn money to pay, pay to go to school. Um, and they flew me down, and I came down as an artist in residence uh, for two weeks, and one of my friends, uh, and instructors was already down in Nicaragua and El Salvador doing some hangout and some work down there with some hip-hop artists down there and so he came on over. We stayed at the dance school and we taught the... They, they take kids and they make them into professors as they get older. And it, it's a very like, you know, each one teach one kind of intergenerational development thing. So the kids start out as students and they become teachers in the dance school. So we're teaching the former students, now teachers and professors, professional dancers, uh, and then also the kids. And we're going to all these satellite locations. And this is the first time I met this guy in reality. He's taking us around, documenting it. We made a whole little documentary about it and how it happened through that YouTube. Like, imagine if he had not taken that beat. He said he almost used a different beat. But he chose to use that, hit us up, you know, hit me up on Facebook. So that led to my going to Peru. And also I ended up going to Brazil on that trip too and meeting a bunch of beat makers in Brazil and going to this beat weekly they have there. And it was really incredible to see the, the culture down there and to be able to experience it firsthand. And that's, that's something now where I travel around the world when I present to kids or adults. I talk about that story and the power of social media and how that was really transformative and how we've kind of lent our pedagogy, our, our model, like how to teach kids um, and kind of mobilize that. I was going to ask you, like, I mean, do you know seven languages? I mean, I have really bad broken Spanish, but I can teach with broken Spanglish, Spanish, what I need to in terms of teaching kids to program drums. And I also had, you know, collaborators who speaking who are bilingual who help translate. I feel like my job as a someone who is a licensed clinical psychologist, but also a practitioner of hip hop and electronic music, is to be able to articulate in a really clear way with scientific evidence and rationale and theory backing it up, how and why hip hop, and in particular beat making and DJing, is therapeutic, is educational in a way that most beat makers and DJs know. Some of them can articulate it, some of them can't. Most of us know it intuitively, but don't have the language for it. Including your music in videos, as well as the music of the kids you work with, is a great way of promoting your creative work and reaching the masses. And music is a universal language that translates across all cultures. Here's another banger from some of the musicians at today's Future Sound. Here's Retro by Lil Drip, Matt Nairda, and Darth Pyres.
How'd You Like That? That was Retro by Lil Drip, Matt Nyerda, and Darth Pyres. Now where can we find all of these incredible creations? Elliot's about to tell us right now. And then you have a band camp that highlights like some of the work. Yeah, so we, we put all the music up that, the, that our students make, that our kids make. And, and if we're doing a, you know, a, a workshop or classes, groups that are ongoing the kids are always making an album a beat tape and sometimes they're also rapping over it too it really depends on the group of kids what they're interested in but today's future sound.bandcamp.com has 75 maybe 100 albums beat tapes on it now like you know thousands and thousands of beats and we've also put it on soundcloud as well where people can stream it they can download it for free um the kids get copies of the uh, you know download card that has the full color album artwork uh, and I, I think that they, they take a lot of pride in it that they've made that they've contributed to that it's their first album all of our instructors make great music that's kind of one of the, the things you really look for just as important is also about the music and our, our practice as beat makers and DJs and musicians how many albums 75 to 100 my goodness there's some immense talent coming out of that program. Wow. Anyway, our next artist has quite the expertise. His SoundCloud page states that he has mastered many musical subjects and genres. And you can also find footage of him playing the bass on YouTube. From San Francisco, here's Atimu Atan with no words spoken. Thank you. 
And that was a Timu Otan's No Words Spoken. During the last segment of our conversation with Elliot, he talked about his childhood influences, mostly hip-hop artists. Oh, and he also name-drops his social media handles, so be on the lookout. Can I ask you who inspired you the most in hip-hop when you were a kid? Is that going to be a lot? It's going to be a lot, but yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you off top, DJ Muggs, who's really slept on, DJ Shadow, I think I can't deny the influence of Dr. Dre. Q-Tip, I didn't realize was a really big uh, influence for me because he produced so much for a Tribe Called Quest, which I listened to a lot. Uh, Tricky and Portishead from England, from you know the kind of the Bristol and trip hop British sound electronic music. I, I grew up listening to to Homework by Daft Punk. Uh, Air back in, in high school. DJ Premier and you know Pete Rock, the kind of RZA from Wu Tang, Marley Marl. Um, goes on. It goes on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think that my world has really expanded in terms of my interest in music has expanded greatly due to hip hop and digging for records and looking for samples and being a hip hop producer and digger and record collector. Nice. You want to plug your album? Yeah. So I got a couple projects. Um, I'm working on. <laughs> been working on for like six or seven years now it's gonna drop i swear but this album called uh, dead at sea with joe cutter um the uh, the group name is us our name squished together filthy cutter uh that'll come out hopefully in the next <laughs> couple of years i'm just so busy with the nonprofit, but we have some killer tracks some of the best stuff i've ever done um i did music for dope runs almost 11 years ago now with lush one that's my opus i produced the entire album uh, I've got a bunch of singles on SoundCloud and some on Spotify under the, the alias Philip Drummond with two L's. I, I'm always putting beats up on my SoundCloud under Philip Drummond, putting stuff up on Spotify now and then. And filthybeats.com with the PH, P-H-I-L-T-H-Y beats.com. And check my SoundCloud, Philip Drummond, Instagram, Philip Drummond, Today's Future Sound. Uh, so yeah, lots of projects. Awesome. What an awesome chat with Elliot. It was nice hearing about the impact his program has had on youth locally, nationally, and even globally. I wish far more people knew about today's future sound, because it would make a huge difference in our communities. Let's hear from another local talent, a DJ who has remixed several songs. 
from San Francisco. Here's Rozelle's Growing Boy and Plural Remix of Her Eyes by JJ.
That was Her Eyes by JJ, remixed by Rozelle. Well, I guess that's a wrap for today's show. Thanks to Euphoric and Elliot for that stimulating conversation, as well as Emma Burlingame for fine-tuning it. And as I mentioned earlier, the music in the background comes from today's future sound. So how about one more song from them? Like Shipwreck by Joe. I'm JP Genius. Until next time.